Hey friends, it's Allison here. I just wanted to come in at the top of this episode and um, first of all say sorry that uploading has been so erratic. Um, I have had a really hard time keeping up with editing recently and there's a reason for that and it is because I am moving to New York and it has been a lot to handle. So this being said, I am going to officially say that Robots on Typewriters is going to be bi-weekly for a bit um, this summer, probably, while I get settled and figure some stuff out. I never know if bi-weekly is the right word. Does that is that supposed to mean twice a week? Because that wouldn't make sense. Obviously, it's not going to be that. It's going to be twice a month. So maybe it's bi-monthly. It's going to be once every other Thursday or Thursday adjacent day. And yeah, I just wanted to officially say that because I felt a little bad about just uh, throwing out episodes whenever I can manage to edit them and not saying anything about it. But but to make up for that, if it matters, um, Justin will actually be stateside for a bit this uh, summer. And hopefully we'll be able to record some episodes together in the same room for once. So that'll be nice, right? <laughs> That's all really. Robots on Typewriters is going to be coming out every other week. Uh, and that should make it a lot easier for me to actually hold to that schedule. Yeah, that's all. Have a nice episode. Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 139. 139. It's a prime. And we just did some research. Yeah, we just did some research into the nearby primes, and it's going to be quite a bit before we hit our next prime. We got lucky with 137 and 139. I feel like we've never established our love of prime numbers. It's it's something that was carried over from an old podcast, and we just we just celebrate them with joy. Yeah, it's like you know, some people like to celebrate like uh one hundred episodes or fifty <laughs> episodes or whatever. We like uh, sometimes to have a lot of rewards at once, and then yeah. to have to wait a while another time. Exactly. Yeah. But what is it that we are here to do and celebrate? Prime numbers, Uh, for one. Yeah. But other than that, also, it's this podcast that we make called Robots on Typewriters. This is a podcast celebrating a podcast. Um, And it is about, it's a podcast also celebrating computational creativity, meaning the ways that people use computers and AI and random generation and uh, machine learning to make art and... uh, music and tell stories and play games and just have a nice fun creative time generally and we have two segments on this show the first one is called the zesty hat and both of our segments were named by a random word generator and on the zesty hat one of us talks about something that we would like to share with the other and the class this week and then we play a game uh, using you know some fun stuff yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff games. <laughs> Fun stuff games. And this week it is my turn to don the zesty hat. And I've got a I've got a tiny little hat that was some um listener um uh, listener 
interaction this week that makes it sound like I had like a weird uh, run in with uh, with a listener, but that's not what I meant. I someone sent us uh, uh, some fun stuff. And um, that someone is at Gridlock Joe on Twitter, Joe Isham. Um, he often sends us uh, stuff that he makes using text synth, which is a, um, a little a text completion tool that uses GPT-2. Um, it's very similar to, it works similar to Talk to Transformer. It's like you can give it some text and then um, just hit generate more and it will generate more until you tell it to stop. GPT-2, of course, a large language ah. model trained on yes. all of the text on the internet. You give it some text, it makes more text that sounds like that text. Yeah. And um, what he did uh, was um, a couple of days ago, he uh, said it was recently passed over. <laughs> it was That's recently- the past tense of Passover. <laughs> it was passed over. Um, it was and recently. It will be. Pa- it will be. Will be Passover. <laughs> will be Passover. Um, and That's when where it I is got Passover, my glasses, by the way. This episode is brought over. to you by Will Be Passover. Very weird. <laughs> It was recently Passover, and uh, he asked Text Synth to write the uh, four questions of Passover. I don't really know what the four questions are, but they're like the four questions that you ask on Passover. Uh, and uh, so he, the prefix that he fed Text Synth was, "Why is this night different from all the all other nights? On all other nights, we eat leavened products and matzah. Am I reading this right? Yeah. On all other nights, we eat leavened products and we eat leavened products and matzah." matzah on this night only and then it continued on from there matzah do you all eat do you eat all you eat and then it uh yeah it continued to write a series of 47 questions a little bit more than uh than usual and they're very they're all very matzah centric and some of them are very good um is this matzah matzah where did you get this matzah matzah (laughs) who I like, what is this matzo matzo? What is that matzo matzo? Why don't you eat this matzo matzo? And then uh, we get into some other uh, kinds of, um, we start talking about meaty matzo, which is uh, a I don't bit like more. meaty matzo. I really don't like meaty matzo. What is the matzo that the meaty, 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 meaty matzo eat? Uh, and then there's just a lot of meaties. Uh, where, what is the other there's just so much meaty, meaty. What is the other meaty, 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 meaty matzah eat? Um, yeah, so that that was uh, that was um, you know some some important questions about meaty matzah. And uh, then actually moments ago, just as we started recording, um, he sent us some more, which was very convenient. Um, and uh, the the text that he put in this time was. Uh, how is this night different from all other nights? Question on, this is in a question and answer format. Um, question, on all other nights, we eat either sitting upright or reclining. Why on this night do we all recline? Answer, when we're asleep or dreaming, this is, this is where text synth takes over. When we're asleep or dreaming, we need to wake up and get dressed. But this, but with this night, we need to get up and move our bodies to get right up and be comfortable. You know the feeling I get when I watch my body in bed? The body feels tired from all the stretching and sitting, but I'm not tired. But I'm having my body ready to sleep. But when I look at my sheets, the body in bed feels like I'm awake. And in fact, I am. Oh, that sounds like an ad read for a mattress company. <laughs> it uh, does. 
I almost I I couldn't think of a of a mattress company and tried to say Linda mattresses, but I don't think that's the one. I think it's called Lisa. Lisa mattresses. <laughs> Linda is like online classes. Oh, that's right. There is a thing. Um, question: Do you ever feel that this is a quote wedding night? And wedding is W E T T I N G. Answer: This is what I've referred to as wedding. I'm trying to be fit. And if and we need to let this go. If we're fit, then we need to let go of this because all of our energy will be locked up. I really like in the second page some of the Q and A. It's like yeah. question. Uh, this is all generated by te- text synth. Question. I thought you said at the other tables that when you dipped, you didn't think it was three and four times. Answer: No. Question: No. Answer: <laughs> No. We did it that way. We did it that way. Question. That made no sense to me. So you know going in that this was three times, but you didn't dip a third time? Answer, yes. Question, you could have dipped a third time? You could have dipped a third time. Answer, (laughs) yes. Question, you did find it that way, didn't you? Answer, yes. It's really good. It is very Seinfeldian. Um, yeah, Joe tweeted, uh, they sound something like Seinfeld, and it definitely, uh, I, he definitely prompted me to read it that way, but it, it fits perfectly. <laughs> it is very good. Um, but yeah, that was, ju- that was just a, a tiny little, we love when people send us stuff that they're playing around with, so. Um, or when they play- send us matzah. Or when they send us matzah. I haven't had matzah in a really long time. I love matzah, you can imagine, because I love yeah. things that taste like hardware. Not a fan at all, for the same reason <laughs> that you love it. Um... But yeah, so that was that's a that's a tiny tiny little part of a hat. Um and we have a we have a bigger hat today and that is something that we saw on Twitter from um shared by our our good friend and father Max Wolf. Um I just I feel fine about saying stuff like that because I I fully believe that Max Wolf will that he never is our hear father. this. <laughs> I've seen the paternity test, and I am confident that he is my father, so I feel fine about saying this. Now, I'm always like, he will never know, (laughs) and I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Um, (laughs) Makes it better to me. Um, He uh, recently shared something called Style Clip, uh, Text-Driven Manipulation of Style Gan Imagery. So this is a a paper published by um, some some researchers from... uh, Hebrew University of Jerusalem, Tel Aviv University, and Adobe Research, um, and uh, it is a um, it's a, it's a it's a it's a tool. I always struggle on the the what is it? like. I always want to just say tool, but I don't know if I would a say this word. is an algorithm. I don't an know an algorithm. It's, okay, it's a lot of things. It's it's a lot of things. It, it's multitudes. Basically, what it is is uh, you can um, you can generate an image with it. Or, um, or provided an image, it seems, um, and give it, you know, short uh, text uh, directions on how to change the image. You know, suggestions on, you know, I, there's a there's a little video that you can watch that manipulates images of Taylor Swift and unsettlingly so Boris Johnson, and um, it. You know, you can see the person typing in things like hairstyle with bangs, and it'll give her bangs, and it's incredible. And um, or there is, and, and you can also slide little sliders that are like um, the kind of the degree to like the strength of the effect. And uh, in the the Boris Johnson one, he just typed in sad, and then he you can see the the slider going up and down, making him more and less sad. And when he's less sad, his mouth just all of a sudden pops open with a toothy grin, and it's 
sucks, but it is uh, very, uh, very lifelike, I would say. Yeah, this is brilliant. It builds on some of the tools we've talked about in the past, um, first of which being GANs, generative adversarial networks. So those are neural networks that can generate images, and they do that by having two different algorithms. Um, One is trying to make images, and the other is trying to tell real images of a category from fake ones. And they basically play a game against each other, have a competition. That's why they're adversarial, um, where the the generator tries to trick the raider. The raider keeps trying to get the right answer, um, whether something's real or fake. Uh, And it makes the generated images better and better. And that's essentially how this works. Um, It also builds Mm -hmm. on style GAN, which was a particular kind of GAN where you would give, um, instead of, so original GANs were just, you would give, a bunch of uh, examples of an image, and then the algorithm would make more images like those images. StyleGAN said, why don't we now not only train it on lots and lots of images, but label all of those images with words, so we can now just give the GAN words. We can say something like a dog, and it'll make fake dog pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, this goes a step further by letting you start with an image and then edit it using words. So it's like Photoshop with no effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really, uh, there's the kind of like series of example images that they show at the beginning of the paper are, um, there's, there's at the top just like a picture of a lady, Barack Obama, Taylor Swift, a cat, a tiger, and then a church. And then it gives the, um, the descriptor that it is, provided and then the image uh, changed after being affected by the text and um i i really like the the barack obama image is is given mohawk hairstyle and i i it's i wouldn't call it a mohawk it looks more like frosted tips but it i yeah. mean he's rocking it i guess um the the taylor swift without is is the text is without makeup and I, it's like incredibly done like it it looks like just like her without makeup um it's very good and i love that the tiger is given the word lion and it just straight up is a lion now and i'm also yeah. I, the the gothic church one is also really cool cuz like the first image is like a church and then the when um you know changed to, to be a gothic church the the architecture just like is totally different and it's 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 really really cool yeah i think one of the really cool things um in how this works too you you mentioned it for the boris johnson picture so they call it latent vector mapping um mm. which is really scientific way to say uh that there's so the the algorithm that makes these images has normally any neural network has lots of hidden vectors like hidden variables basically that influence the output um but since this is using text to alter the image somehow that text corresponds to something in the algorithm that corresponds to something in the image that text uh, whatever word you type in there becomes a vector that the text alters some number of uh, some number of variables that then alter the image. So they said, uh, since that's what is happening, since that's what you're doing, you're using the text to alter the image. What if you could then map that whole latent vector? So you now have uh, the word sad describes its effect on a bunch of different variables. Um mm. Now, what if you just had a slider that was your sad slider? So as you slide it, you get 
whatever is happening kind of under the hood, uh, whatever is all happening within the algorithm to change things, you slide it down, those changes are made, and some image comes out, you slide it up, something happens, and that image comes out. Uh, yeah, so you can basically make a slider for any any word you can pick. Wow, um, that's fun. <laughs> is, yeah, latent mapping. You can decide that any word is the variable that is represented by some number of the, the variables under the hood, basically. I liked that you, because whenever I see stuff like this, I I can't understand why, like, what exactly the the purposes like i like i'm like what do like what are are people making this to use it for and i like that you contextualized it with likening it to photoshop because i can understand why so it's like rather than like physically tinkering with an image in photoshop you just like say what you want it to look like and and see what happens and i think that's a honestly a really cool effect (laughs) and i can entirely see how that is will be useful yeah, I mean, now imagine, so I, it was definitely prompted by the fact that an Adobe research uh, scientist yeah. was on the paper, but you can now kind of imagine if this was crammed into Photoshop, Right. Um, you put in your image and you just type the word like yeah. happy or uh, hot or whatever, and then now you have a slider so you can turn up right, your, yeah. your hotness and you can turn down your, you know... Uh, pimpliness or whatever. Like right, you can, yeah. You can so type you can in any word you want. Put in that picture of Boris Johnson them. and turn up the hot slider all the way just because yeah, you're so the curious. mouth goes wide open. So again. The mouth goes wide open ear to ear. Uh, but uh, so I've been very positive so far in how I've talked about this paper. Uh, okay. I have two <laughs> big problems with it though. Okay. And it's becoming a theme. Um, you want to guess what either of my big problems is? Because it's I do. two things I always complain about. Is it that they, well, now I'm getting scared. Is it that they, like, don't, I don't want to guess anymore. I don't like guessing things. Go, I you think go. you would have gotten it. Uh, <laughs> one of the problems is that they have no discussion of ethics at all in the okay, paper. Yeah. <laughs> it, so I went right down to the discussion. Normally in any scientific paper, um, there's a discussion section where it talks about uh, like future work and like uh, how this could be applied and I don't know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for this paper, you go down to where a discussion should be and it's f- an evaluation is there. So it's like comparing it to other GANs and other mm-hmm. other things like that, which like that's fine. That normally belongs in a paper. Um, and then there's just one little tiny little paragraph called limitations and then conclusions. There's no discussion mm. at all. They they do not have any ambition for how this could be used, uh, good or bad, what future work should look right. like, how future researchers should, uh, what questions future researchers should be asking to make other cool things like this. Um, I was yeah. disappointed to not find an ethics section, but even more disappointed to not find a general discussion whatsoever. Yeah. Um, that and like... that kind of goes into my second point. Sorry okay, to yeah. just no, keep this ahead. train rolling. You know who would have wanted to find a discussion for a paper? Any reviewer, any peer mm. reviewer. Mm-hmm. Um, this is in the storied history now of papers published by uh, corporations or written by corporations, I should say. Um, I understand there are multiple university researchers on this. Um, I wonder if there are PhD students that are uh adobe research uh fellows or interns or something or if they're Mm. uh maybe they're professors and it's all part of an adobe grant or something who knows unexplained in this um again you would think a a published paper would have acknowledgements that explains that (laughs) 
but it's in the in the growing trend of if industry is involved in a paper, why have peers review it at all? Why make sure why have experts check if uh, you're doing what you're saying you're doing, if it's actually novel and no one's done this before, if there's uh, ethical implications that you haven't considered, uh, you don't have to check any of that. You you wrote your paper and now it's on the internet and there will be no peers to review it and get in your way. Um, I think that's yeah. really lame and anti-scientific. And uh, in my cynicism there, you probably heard why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, like, is this is this common in like other other scientific fields or is this just like corporations not wanting to examine their specifically AI because of, you know, it's the fact that in the last several decades, because tech companies produce a lot of research, there's a new trend of like public, not public, like public, but not peer reviewed or not published anywhere. Mm -hmm. White papers that there's, there's always been industry research. Like there's always been, you know, coca-cola developing their formula and not asking uh other chemists or whatever to look at it right um but normally no one would see that except coca-cola they wouldn't then put it online and brag about it or they wouldn't uh yeah so there's like there's something open about this they have the github fully published you can go ahead and like look at the code you can go ahead and use this yourself um they have a great collaboratory the the you know the google docs of code you can hop right into collab run this without knowing how to do any coding. You just hit a few buttons and you can start playing with it yourself, um, which is transparent in a way, but also really not transparent in the way that the code has not been reviewed by experts in, right. you know, in this field. I'm not an expert in this field. I don't know if what they're doing is, I think what they're doing is novel. I haven't right. done this. I haven't seen this before. I think we would right. have seen it if someone else was doing it. Um, but yeah, uh, the idea of just putting a, white paper that looks like a a scientific paper is written like a, a an actual scientific article but then not reviewed by anyone is not super common that's something that's right. really caught on since the tech companies have become um big leaders of innovation right um, and right. it's because they know uh, a lot of the times anyway um the things that they're making are so uh computationally tricky so computationally dependent that the only other people that could really run a, run code like this or that could really train these models are other giant tech companies that would have to that right. that have that computational power. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I like that it's public and that I can check it out and Adobe's not just keeping it to themselves. Um but I don't like that they're doing it in this way that doesn't right. let anyone else review their work. Right. That said, style clip, really fun to play with, really yeah. <laughs> uh, creepy, weird things you can find people already making with it, and I'm sure it's yeah. going to just keep uh, going that way. Yeah, we we might have a um, we might have a, a video in the book soon about um, not about but using some GAN images. Were so keep an eye out for that. Maybe sometime soon. Yeah, and uh, definitely go check out style clip on GitHub. Anyway, you can. Yeah. Go into the collaboratory and use it for yourself. Um, it's github.com slash orpa tashnik slash style clip. Um, if you just Google style clip, yeah. it'll it'll pop right up. I also usually link these things in the description, but I never say that. And I know people, uh, it's not like I never really look at podcast descriptions. That's a lie. I do. But yeah, I usually link hats in the description if they're like something that we've never talked about before. So you can sometimes find this stuff in the episode description if you're looking for it. 
And if you're following the sort of people that we always talk about on this show, yeah, like Max Wolf, yeah. uh, Mini Max IR on Twitter, yeah. you'll you'll see him playing with it. You'll see other people in this world playing with Style Clip, and you can yeah. check it out yourself that yeah. way too. Yeah. Well, that's the hat for this week, and uh, I'm going to take it off now. This week, I so as of a couple of hours ago, I didn't have much of an idea for a toy this week, but this week's trashy toy it was mine to make. So I went and asked Chief, uh, what can I do for a toy this week? Mm, and oh, no. she, she doesn't really know what tools we normally <laughs> use. She's not she's much of a listener. A, she's a fucking idiot. She doesn't know what she's talking about, but... No, but I figured I needed a fresh fresh perspective. So I asked her, you know, what's what's been going on lately? What's something okay. that would be a fun toy? She was like, what if you did something about vaccines, but it was random companies making them? And I said, that's brilliant. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so I got a list of the 500 most valuable brands <laughs> in the world. And I passed you a randomlists.com mm-hmm. list of brands. Um, I'll also ask that you open up random.org and okay. that you open up uh, right with Transformer. Okay. Uh, random.org, of course, just gives you random numbers. You specify what what numbers you want them to be between, and it'll give you a random number. Randomlists.com lets you uh, put in a text list, and it will randomly return an item from your text list. And right with Transformer uses GPT-2, the large language model that's trained on text from all over the internet, to let you start writing a, a story or an article or writing whatever you like, and then uh, letting GPT take over and start writing, just like TextSynth, the thing that Joe was using uh, in the hat. So this week's game, I want you to, we'll go back and forth. Random up a brand, random up a number between 1 and 100. That is the vaccine efficacy. And then <laughs> uh, just write. So the first brand I got is Toyota. So I will write Ooh. in right with Transformer. The Toyota vaccine has, um, let's see the efficacy. Ooh, 24% and causes side effects like hiccups, headaches, fatigue and dizziness would you take this vaccine 24% <laughs> chance and it's made by Toyota and it causes uh, hiccups as its main hiccups. side effect you know what I hate hiccups more than any like hiccups make me want to hurt people and I never want to hurt people I don't know what it is they make me really fucking mad so I, I cannot there's no reason for me to take this vaccine <laughs> So the fact that it's made by Toyota is a weird one, right? Yeah, like, that's very unsettling. I was kind of imagining this game when you first explained it being like IHOP lasagna, where it's like this company makes a vaccine with what they would have on hand. So I'm imagining it's like motor oil. Well, I figured that's how we would talk it through, too. Yeah. So like, yeah, they probably motor oil. Um, what else do cars have in them? Brake fluid. Uh, just, uh, I almost said lighter fluid. I meant wiper fluid. Lighter fluid, wiper <laughs> Lighter fluid. fluid, all the uh, fluids, just a bunch air of air conditioning fluid. Ooh, yeah, you know, <laughs> leather, <laughs> leather. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the vaccine would have a new car smell? Um, probably. I you what, lose I mean, your sense of smell, but everything <laughs> smells like a new car. What makes up the new car smell? It must be all those fluids. So I imagine, yeah. yeah. They probably just leave a little like. Uh, you know, a diffuser of the, all the fluids like in the glove box and you don't really notice it until you've driven around a while. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I don't mind hiccups so much. I don't think they're really oh, that man. bad, honestly. I, I, yeah, I truly, I don't know what it is. They are really, really bad to me, so I could not, couldn't deal. All right. Uh, why don't you why don't you hit us with yeah, the next I've, vaccine? Yeah, I've got one. I'm, I'm trying to write some side effects right now. Okay. Um, the Tim Hortons vaccine has a 22% efficacy and has side effects of up to one year. We thank Dr. John Z. Wang, the uh, reviewers and the patients for their comments. And then I tried to give it more. I, I was trying to draw side effects out of it, but it was uh, slow going. It also has side effects of up to two years and is no longer recommended as a part of any flu shot. The side effects include diarrhea and vomiting. So this yeah. this has side effects that last a really long time. And it's like 20% effective and it was made yeah. by a coffee brand. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we can. It's pretty clear what it is what's in there um it's, it's definitely it's just coffee it's just coffee um maybe a little bit of a donut glaze but that's is this it. like uh and maybe some maple syrup yeah you have to get two shots of this and it's called the double double <laughs> yeah yeah or you can get a really tiny one and it's a timbit yeah just a tiny <laughs> it's not bit effective at all it's just no. a really tiny shot Exactly. Um, yeah and the side effects being diarrhea and vomiting for for one to two years pretty bad i don't know if that's livable yeah no i think that's much worse than just uh waiting things out and hoping for the best <laughs> yeah at least i mean it is canada's having some trouble getting vaccines going Canada, right now, yeah. so maybe Canada is maybe they would great. go for it but maybe yeah i yeah i do have a um let me, let me I'll, I'll briefly ask my canadian friend if she would take a uh vaccine uh made by tim hortons um we can carry on in the meantime i'll report back in a moment all right well the brand i got was kfc uh so i wrote kfc is making a vaccine and it's finger licking good it's 90 percent effective <laughs> and it causes oh. side effects like cold sores and red lips cold sores and red lips so it's a lot of mouth centric side effects do you do you take this vaccine orally Oh, yeah, it's coated onto the chicken. It's the 14th <laughs> herb and spice. And it just, like, makes your mouth erupt in sores. I mean, look, it's, <laughs> you're not really, it's, it is, like, uh, kept at, like, cryo cold temperatures and then coated onto the chicken. So, like, there's a, there's just bad effects. Like, there's blistering, there's oh. a frostbite. Yeah. I, I've, I received an audio response to the, the, Tim Horton's uh, question. Oh, I will oh, I'll yeah, play that. I'll play it live on the air. Absolutely not. They have not done one thing well in their entire time wow. as an establishment. It would not be good. Wow. That was strong stance on Tim Horton's. All right. Well, look, Tim Hortons, if you're looking to sponsor us, that is not a robots on typewriters. Yeah, post. that, that the, is an outside contributor. Are not our own. <laughs> oh, no. So I. I let the KFC one generate a little more. It said, this is one of the worst vaccines out there that causes horrible side effects like itching and itching that burns your fingers. Oh, God. Um, itching that burns your fingers. So, yeah, you fingers. do have to sit there and eat a whole bucket of KFC chicken that's fried in this vaccine, and you cannot wear gloves. You must uh, <laughs> oh, no. just get in there and eat it. I, it being it burning your fingers makes me feel like it's a really really hot sauce too so it's like wouldn't even it's like the kind of hot sauce that isn't even like it just makes you hurt like it's not even good so yeah it's this, like a johnny cash of hot sauce <laughs> yeah it's his empire of dirt 
Um, it will let you down. Yeah. Um, wait, how, what was the efficacy on this? 90%. So it does oh, cure the vaccine. Okay. That's, yeah, that's like, I mean, like Pfizer is 90%, virus. right? Like, that's. Yeah. No, okay, this is okay. an extremely uh, useful vaccine that way. And I it's mean, it's just, it's just all a, things a considered, whole thing. If you have to like go line up for ages, you haven't eaten in a restaurant in a long time, wouldn't it be kind of nice to sit there and eat like yeah. a bucket of fried chicken in the company of a bunch of strangers? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I guess. A bucket is a lot. You have to like you have to do the whole bucket, or else that's not like that's the that's the dose. You can eat half a bucket uh, at one time, and, and then, then come, come back, back for the three weeks hand. later. Yeah, okay. That's. I that's... haven't looked into whether you can get the uh, double down where you do you know fried <laughs> chicken, fried chicken, and then bacon inside, like the the sandwich where the bread uh, is fried chicken. I feel like would that be enough fried chicken to to actually like? I feel like that would be a very prolonged dose if you were going to take it that way. Yeah, that's true. You might have to come back for like five of them. <laughs> yeah, that that just sounds impractical. Would you um, get a biscuit with it? Like, would you personally? I mean, you can. It's a KFC. You can a order whatever you want. Bucket of chicken? No, I, I, I'm not even going to be able. Like, the amount of chicken I'm going to be able to ingest is is so s- strained to begin with. I cannot promise any other food can go into my body. You're going to think I'm crazy, but I think I could <laughs> eat more fried chicken if I had a biscuit halfway into it. What? Why? <laughs> well, I really think with like a lot of foods you get, so there's like, it's a real thing to get like, a, what is it? Like food satiation or like saturation or something like appetite satiation where like if you're eating the same thing, you're full of it. But then like okay. if dessert's offered, then oh, well, I can have some dessert. Um, I think just eating a lot of fried chicken in a row would make me really full of fried chicken. But breaking it up with a biscuit, I think that would, I think that would give me a little bit more room to work with. Okay. All right. I don't think my body works like that, but I, I, I believe. Do you I trust have that you. feeling on like I don't know on Thanksgiving that like you're really full, but then if there's like then it's dessert time, and you're like, well, I can eat some dessert. I like I I'm like I guess I don't know. It's kind of I feel like I eat dessert out of obligation, not like because I want it. I don't know. I'm right. I <laughs> I don't I I don't my I don't take food well. <laughs> Your vaccine, dear. It's getting cold. <laughs> um, I'm working on a. I'm working on a, a another one here. Um, this is. Oh, that's weird. I just got Pfizer, by the way. Oh, let's. I mean, maybe they're trying another one just to see how it goes. I'm gonna skip them. Yeah. Coach, the the handbag company, is designing a, is designing a vaccine with a 50 percent efficacy rate. So it's. Better than the than Tim Hortons. Uh, side effects include hospitalization and hospitalization for a blood clot. Um. So wait, the <laughs> vaccine causes you to go to the hospital, even if <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. That's interesting. Is it like a it, like it takes over your mind and you just go there and 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 check yourself in or, or... it pilots you like a, <laughs> a flesh mech. Ah. Uh, yeah. Very bad. That doesn't uh, sound that doesn't sound great. Do you think it's like uh because it's like a vaccine that is a handbag, does the bag yeah. like pull you towards a hospital? Oh, or like- I don't know. Um I'm getting some more information. Hang on. Coach has tested the vaccine on the elderly, um, which might be why it's not it doesn't uh <laughs> pregnant women and children. Okay. I have to say, so the coach has tested the vaccine on the elderly, pregnant women, and children. 
I feel like those are three groups of people who aren't necessarily the biggest market for coach handbags, right? Like, I would also say probably the worst three groups to be testing things <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, the most infirm groups of people you can imagine. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not super... Uh, I'm not very optimistic about their business practices here. And I feel like that might be why it's not, doesn't have a great efficacy rate. Like, I mean, 50% isn't terrible, but it's yeah, flip 50%. A coin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, does it cost as much as a coach handbag? And do you get to keep the handbag after? Let, let, let me see, actually. Is it like if you have insurance, you get the free handbag? Uh, maybe. You know, Fauci's only a couple letters away from Gucci. <laughs> um, the vaccine costs three hundred dollars, so it's. I feel like that's probably comparable Ooh. to a coach bag. Yeah. Um, and is available at health centers and online at http uh, com. So this okay, is a. Yeah. You can get this one online. I'm not sure. I guess you order it online, and it it can. It's not a digital to house. Vaccine. Yeah, it's not a digital vaccine. Um, so uh, that's interesting. I guess they ship it in a in a you know a biosafe coach handbag, and that would be what the the cost is is really covering. I would think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think once the vaccine part is like, wait, is it's the bad. Is the bag itself the vaccine? Like, if you don't carry the bag with you, are you not immune anymore? Or I feel like it must be a thing that you, like, take one time or at least, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it is, like, it's not a long-lasting thing. I don't know. Because, I mean, if the the deal is, like, you know, buy this coach handbag that you might have been buying anyway and there's a 50% chance you'll be uh, inoculated against the virus, like, that's that's a pretty decent deal for an someone who's already a coach shopper, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. But it, yeah, it is, It. I mean, all in all, it's pretty exclusive. Yeah, designer drugs. This is what they mean by designer <laughs> this drugs, This is what they right? mean by, yeah, exactly. Um, I've got something on the other end of the fashion spectrum. Maybe oh, not. Okay. Uh, who knows? <laughs> we'll see what you think about it. Okay. Uh, the TJ Maxine is a vaccine <laughs> for Maxinistas. <laughs> Very good. It is 95% effective and it is much cheaper than the designer brands. It causes the immune system to go into overdrive to protect the body. The TJ Maxine is available at TJ Maxx locations and many online retailers, including Amazon.com, Walmart, and Costco. Okay. Okay. Um, What was the efficacy rate? 95%. 95%. It's the best wow, this it's the sounds, best vaccine on the market. Yeah, it's it at sounds half incredible. The price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, TJ Maxx, you can find some good stuff there including some good vaccines. Um what was that first thing after the efficacy rate? It like sounded it, incredible. It's much cheaper than the designer brands. Oh, it causes okay. the immune system to go that. into overdrive to protect the body. It Isn't that how all vaccines work? I guess, but I mean, not not overdrive. Like I think this one is like even more than than your your typical vaccine. Right, it is absolutely overdrive. Now um, you're you know you can't get anything. <laughs> your white blood cells are destroying your your liver and your, yeah. your bones and stuff. Yeah, um, you're yeah. Isn't that how chemotherapy works? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a freaking doctor yet, and I won't even be the right kind of doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I mean, like, you know, I am surprised, but I, I, you know, I feel like TJ Maxx would be, nobody expects them to develop the, the best vaccine, but w- what are they doing? We don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. Yeah. They, 
like they've been closed for months anyway well the yeah. ones here have i'm sure the ones in america <laughs> yeah i open. don't think they have they are wide open uh but i mean it's the the best thing the sorry not the best thing the worst thing though is the tj Ma- maxine when you go in to get yours they never mm. have your size or like yeah. they have like a funky color and like yeah yeah you saw like just the one you wanted on the website but this is they just don't have it. They're out of anything resembling yeah. the one you like. And it's like, it's one that somebody has returned and you can tell the tag's all beat up and weird. Yeah. The, there's like, it's the buttons on the wrong side for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is a piece of clothing though. Every every article <laughs> of clothing in TJ Maxx is now imbued with the vaccine. Oh, I mean, that's that's incredible, I guess. You know, you could find anything. You could, you could get a pair of socks then. Just keep those socks on you, right? Yeah. No one will even know that you're inoculated. No one will know. Yeah, if you're embarrassed by being inoculated, you don't have to make a. You're big embarrassed deal out of, of being <laughs> inoculated through TJ Maxx. They're the only well, ones doing a clothing fair. based. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you want to tell your friends that you got the coach vaccine, but you you've got those TJ Maxx socks on, and nobody will be the wiser. Uh, did you hear that Spotify is, is curating an absolute club banger of a vaccine with a 59% efficacy rate? I wouldn't really call that a club banger, but it's not, not the worst. Um, yeah. side effects include, uh, playlist sickness and ear infections, which is, Ooh, what is makes playlist sense. sickness? I don't know. Is it like, cause you would think that they, it could be construed as a good thing. Um, you know, a sick playlist, uh, playlist you wouldn't think, sick, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't necessarily think that's, that's, we're actually talking about illness here. Um, ear infection, that makes sense. Uh, the side effects include ear infections, diarrhea, pneumonia, and stomach ulcers, though, so there's some, uh, there's some stuff down in there. Well, anytime I hear, uh, Spotify cramming Drake and Ed Sheeran into my playlists, I have the same symptoms, so that makes sense. That might be, that actually might be playlist sickness. It's like you've got a good playlist and then yeah, it, that's it, true. It, it taints it with, uh, something that you don't necessarily want there. Um, so that's, that's interesting. How, how, so is this vaccine is administered via playlist, I assume? It, it's just, yeah, like I'm a, sure you have to listen to like some amount of hours. You probably have yeah. to hit a couple of ads or have premium. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's novel though that it is something that you can just play out loud. So like, yeah, what's Spotify's, position on having like a bunch of people in a room listening to a playlist is yeah that, that i mean like what what yeah like what if like starbucks just plays the plays the playlist all day yeah or tj maxx even. or tj maxx i mean that is like that's really sending you into overdrive yeah i mean it seems like a good way to uh get a lot of people vaccinated at once um but maybe maybe that's where it would cause more playlist sickness because like what are the odds that like all these people are going to have the same tastes and like what artists do you think are on the vaccine playlist Ooh, um <sighs> the cure yeah probably yeah uh it's probably all i think that's it <laughs> i think that's the only i think it's that's just it. A, it makes a, sense a playlist of the cure yeah <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I have a new vaccine for you. Okay. Uh, this year, Nintendo is switching things up by introducing <laughs> a vaccine. Their product is 39% effective, and gamers who tried it report that they don't even notice any difference between the old and new versions. Oh, okay. Um, well, this is interesting because uh, the, the Nintendo Switch, uh, I feel like, was a, a 
big, big part of of a lot of people's uh, pandemic times with uh, Animal Crossing coming out right at the top. Um, so it's saving, you know, saving lives on the front end and the back end of it. Yeah, I think they're uh, probably uh, releasing this vaccine as like a DLC or like a content update for Animal right, Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> that so, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, you've been with us through all this. Let's get you out of this. Um so there's, there's some more generation here. It says, this new vaccine works by blocking the effects of the virus in the saliva. Oh. Um, Nintendo is aiming to get this into as many hands as they can as soon as possible so we can get our game patched by our game. They mean life. <laughs> the game of life. Yeah. If you have an old version of uh, the, the board game life and you, you want it to be patched <laughs> nintendo is offer offering a new dlc for that too okay oh wow i didn't know you could uh, do so that we can get our games. game patched and playable for good that's that's what playable i consider for a vaccine good. i want my life playable for good well yeah i mean that's good uh you know i feel like a lot of video games might lose uh you know they're not necessarily evergreen so it's good to know that that one it's like you could return to it you know 50 years down the road and it'll it'll still be it'll still be good and yeah it'll still be 39 percent good anyway uh, yeah, yeah, thirty nine percent. Yeah, that's not that's not great, but you know, I guess it's more fun than some of the others. Yeah, I mean, if you're again, it's like the coach one. It's a value add if you're already playing Animal Crossing. Right, yeah, um, but you might not want to go out of your way to buy Animal Crossing just to. Well, maybe I don't know. You'll probably enjoy it anyway. Roll the dice on it. Also, curing COVID. Taco Bell is helping people to live moss with their new vaccine, which has a 98% efficacy rate. Uh, yeah, it has a 98% efficacy rate. That is, I think that's the highest we've had. Um, yeah. The side effects are nausea and diarrhea. The side effects are also possible from the chicken flu vaccine, which is supposed to protect people from the chicken flu virus. Have you heard about this okay, virus? Wait. It's a real virus. <laughs> it, I mean, I don't know. What's a chicken but a bird, right? It's bird True. flu. Yeah. <laughs> What is a chicken but a bird? Uh, so wait, is the chicken flu virus something you can get from this or something you can cure um, with this? I think that was, okay, so I think that was also, I think it was just likening the uh, effects of this vaccine to that of the chicken flu vaccine, which are apparently just nausea and diarrhea. Um, I don't know that they're exactly related. Maybe, you know, maybe one is like, maybe the chicken flu virus vaccine is is like, was also developed by Taco Bell for all we know. I mean, they know chicken, right? So yeah, maybe. do you think uh, do you think you have to get a chicken menu item to get Probably. the chicken virus vaccine? Which I gotta say, that's not it's kind of inaccessible to people who don't eat uh, meat or animal products. That's, uh, you know, that's not not the best uh you know i guess a lot of these haven't been exactly accessible in all uh for all but this one has a really high efficacy rate so i feel like they they could have at least made it vegetarian i mean taco bell is known for uh having a great vegetarian menu so i'm sure at least this other vaccine you can get in a, yeah, a variety of let me let me see if they have a vegetarian option actually and again is this like the kfc thing where you got to eat like a whole bucket is this like you got to <laughs> eat like you know 20 bucks off the value menu for it Probably. to take effect. Yeah. Uh, the vegetarian option of this vaccine is a mix of wheat bran and green peas, which are already known Ugh. to cause severe <laughs> autoimmune disorders. <laughs> I didn't know what about that. What do they that. call it? <laughs> Peasy Gordita Crunch. <laughs> 
wheat bread and green peas. Uh, yeah, that sounds like fucking baby food. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I didn't know about the autoimmune dis- uh, disorder risk with uh, wheat bran and green peas. Yeah, I, I mean, what if you're uh, also what if you're gluten intolerant and you're vegetarian? Uh, yeah, I mean, you might be shit. Just out like of go luck. to TJ Maxx and get a different vaccine. Yeah, go to, yeah, go to TJ Maxx, bud. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I mean, I would I would probably try that vaccine. I mean, Taco Bell haven't had it in a while. Do enjoy it. Seems very effective. Uh, no more side effects than any other Taco Bell experience. It's true, yeah. All right, uh, I have a new vaccine. All right. Uh, scientists have found that Pepsi is 5% effective against COVID, and it can be used as a makeshift vaccine. Oh, so this it is causes... just straight up Pepsi here. Yeah, it's not a new Pepsi vaccine. It's just using Pepsi. Um, this, by the way, not what's generated, but this is basically what I thought, like, uh, drug testing was like when i was a little kid i figured they just like <laughs> i don't know see if pepsi cures it it doesn't all right try apple juice nope all right try glue and like they just you know you just try everything until yeah. you figure out which one works yeah it causes the body to produce a type of protein known as pepsin which is the precursor to antibodies according to reuters the vaccine can be administered orally with injections or with a nasal spray <laughs> Okay. Uh, how <laughs> would you prefer to consume spray. Pepsi? What were the, so it was oral, and then what was the other floor? Injection the, or nasal <laughs> spray? Um, I I gotta say, nasal spray would be at the bottom of my list. I would I do not like needles, and I would sooner take a vaccine of Pepsi than I would take it as a nasal spray. Um, that sounds. Imagine a little awful. nasal spray bottle full of Pepsi. <laughs> it's it so, like looks so like Flonase, but it's just a tiny little can of Pepsi. Yeah, and yeah. it has yeah the little <laughs> spray thing at the top. Yep. Very weird. Uh, the protein that Pepsi causes to produce antibodies is also the precursor to the disease itself. Mm. A single injection can kill up to 90% of infected patients. <laughs> Wait, so it kills the 90% of the patients? Yes, do not inject oh, Pepsi. There's oh no reason God. to take it as an injection. Reuters no. just said it's possible. No, 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 no. Wow. You the will almost certainly here. die if you get a, a big old Pepsi shot in the arm. Oh, my God. That feels like that whole statement feels like it is like the way if you Google like how many legs does a horse have and it says like five or something like that. It's just yeah. like there's numbers in the middle of a sentence that is is really actually very important that you hear exactly correctly. Yeah, uh, a single injection can kill up to 90% ooh, of infected uh, patients. Oh, <laughs> uh, do not get the Pepsi injection. Please. You probably won't enjoy the Pepsi nasal spray. Just drink Just Pepsi. Drink some Just Pepsi. Yeah, we are sponsored by Pepsi this week. <laughs> Dink a Beppy. Dink a Beppy. We are sponsored by Beppy. We are uh, sponsored by Beppy the drink as always. Yeah. Um, Netflix is creating a new original vaccine with a 95% efficacy rate. Very good. Okay. It is it is starring Michael Sarah. The side effects... <laughs> I don't know about putting him in my body. <laughs> the side effects are not that scary, but the vaccine has been approved by the FDA, which means it will go through phase one testing with the hope of eventually being marketed in humans as a vaccine. I want to I wanna find out a little bit Great. more um, about the side effects. I just have been told that they're not that scary, which is good. Not everybody likes horror. Um, the side effects include fever, headache, rash, and fatigue. There have also been many rumors surrounding the vaccine, but the rumors have been mostly about the vaccine being toxic and not working as advertised. Um, it doesn't confirm or deny those rumors, uh, but it 
does yeah that the say that the vaccine could be toxic um now i don't know does it mean that in like the social sense like it could. It, it's, in, it's in just like a really bad could. fandom and like yeah or yeah it's, it's twitter like, discourse it's, is really it's annoying like one of those uh netflix documentaries that you know like glorifies the killer for seven episodes before you know like being like no they were bad after all um okay i don't i don't know is this i guess is this administered in a viewing experience like it is made as a as a as a piece of yeah cinema. it's like an eight-part miniseries yeah yeah which is that's a big commitment i mean it's not really a big commitment you can probably binge it pretty fast but netflix is like are you still watching you're only uh 85 <laughs> inoculated yeah um but with a 95 percent efficacy rate that's pretty good but i guess it could also be toxic as far as we know uh maybe it means it's uh a follow-up to the britney documentary hmm and and also it could be that you know the ninety five percent you know how when you go on Netflix there's a percentage of like how it's matched oh, with yeah. you it it might be that it's ninety five percent you know in your wheelhouse but uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the best uh, the best vaccine as far as we know. If there was a mini series about like the COVID times I'm and Michael Sarah had to play the main <laughs> character, <laughs> Michael Sarah narrates it. <laughs> Like, how would it work? Would he be Fauci? Like, how? Who is he in this? <laughs> um, he he is now Fauci. Thank you very much. That uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. Actually, let's let's um, just to to top this off, let's let's cast this a little further. Uh, Michael Sarah will be playing Dr. Fauci, and he will be playing the same role he did in the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I didn't know that he played Dr. Fauci in the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Have He's you, reprising the role. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't have any screen time in that role. It's oh, just in okay. the in the FS uh, FSCU FFCU. Sorry, yeah. why could I not come up with that? Um, in the cinematic universe, it's yeah. known that Michael Sarah portrays Doctor Fauci, but, but he never, never appears. Seen. Yeah, it's just like it's and just he's one never of those heard. universe things. Yeah, um, it is also starring Will Smith, and the cast is making this a huge hit. You know, Will Smith and Michael Sarah, the dynamic duo. Who's the Who's Will Smith playing? Like Trump I... or? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll 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 see. This will be my last uh, my last generation. Who else is like an important COVID figure? <laughs> will Smith was never in the Fast and the Furious, right? I don't I've think never so. seen these movies. Um, I guess this might have been another situation, um, like the Michael Sarah thing. Will Smith is playing the role of a young boy who gets shot by the same man he played in the Fast and the Furious movie. Didn't he make a movie like that where it was like him and himself younger and he's like trying to kill himself? He's doing the, you know, the Mario time travel thing of, of you got to go back and kill yourself. But did he make that? I, or yeah, you- I keep wanting to call it Looper, but I know that Looper is not that. Hang on, hang on. Uh, Men in Black. No, or it's like the something man, Gemini man. Yeah, I thought that was just about uh, zodiacs. <laughs> you thought it was about the zodiac killer. Um, yeah, no, he, he like that's what I call him, zodiacs. <laughs> zodiacs with an X. Um, yeah, no, he he like plays. Uh, they, they like CGI him as a younger version of himself, and he like meets himself, whatever. But um, yeah, so I guess that I didn't know that that was in the Fast and Furious universe, but I guess it is, and is also now in the 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 Netflix COVID universe. 
All right, great. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, makes yeah, just a ton of sense. So this is I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out. Can't wait. All right. Well, yeah. that's uh that's all the vaccines. Which one would you take if you had to take just one of these? Um, honestly, TJ Maxx has sounded the best to me. It, it just it sounds really effective and uh, pretty easy, uh, easy going to to you can you can always find something at TJ Maxx even if it's not perfect. So. It's true. Am I crazy for thinking I want to try the KFC vaccine challenge? I knew you were going to say that. It's just, it's just that it's like it is a challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> N- n- I mean, I won't say it's crazy, it. but it makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm going with. Yeah. People should have to earn the vaccine. You're right. <laughs> no, not people. I should. <laughs> Everyone else should just get like the normal Pfizer one, and I should have to get the KFC one. That is that is a fair that that's a fair call, um, but yeah, that is that's our trashy toy. Did you say what all this? Did you see? Did you talk about talk to Transformer? Did you hear about this? Yeah, I yeah. said right with Transformer is right a uh, tool that uses GPT, just like TechSynth, which Joe used uh, in the Zesty Hat. Uh, but yeah, it lets you type some stuff and then let GPT take over whenever you want and you can take back over whenever you want. So yeah. you get to collaboratively write things with a large language model. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you, um, we would love to hear what vaccine you're getting or which one you're uh, most interested in getting out of the ones we talked about today. And um, you can hit us up by email if you want. That's robots at batcamp.org and you can also tweet at us at robot typewriter and we have a theme song and it is video challenge by anamanaguchi and i'll random up one more uh yeah one more thing for us you know what i'm gonna go over to the combination bot our uh Ooh, our beloved oh, okay uh, our beloved like i haven't seen that guy in years Cheap bots done quick see tweet the last brand that i see it talking about that uh that we know. Uh, I don't I don't think that's any fun. I think the second one here. Uh Papa John's. Papa John's oh. pizza. Would you take the Papa John's vaccine? <sighs> All you have to do is eat one slice of pepperoni pizza, but unfortunately it is delivered to you by a racist. <sighs> yeah. Uh that is yeah, I don't I don't know about that one. I'm not not a fan. It's eighty seven percent effective. And it comes with garlic Good. dipping sauce. I mean TJ Maxx is that weird is to, to anyone else that it's pizza that comes with a dipping sauce? Have you I ever do had Papa think John? that's weird. I, I have not had it much in my life, but I'm not a, I mean, look, we're from New Jersey. I'm a pizza purist. I don't think you need to dip your pizza in anything. Yeah, you believe that pizza is a sacred institution between you and between Chuck Between a man and a woman, yeah. Papa John's <laughs> dip your vaccine in garlic sauce <laughs> like a little freak. Yeah.